0: Hello, I'm Paul Briley, and you're listening to Off the Comma. I'm a human who cares about supporting other humans. On this podcast, we'll explore all facets of what it means to feel stuck in life. We talk with people just like us who have found themselves sitting on a comma and not knowing where to go next. We'll unpack the experience with them, where they've been stuck, what it feels like, what they experienced and what they learned. My goal is to inspire you by seeing yourself in others. I believe that when we feel more connected and seen, magic can happen. Hey, everybody, this is Paul here. And um, this week's going to be a little bit different from our usual interview format. We're going to take a break and um, take some time to do a little bit of reflecting. And um, for this week's episode, really, it's just going to be me talking about some things that are kind of top of mind and um, really sort of three things that I wanted to talk about this week. One, I want to reflect on the progress of the podcast so far, 20 episodes under the belt. That's pretty cool. Um, Two, I want to talk a little bit about something that I did for the first time, and that is travel abroad for an entire month. Um, So we'll talk about that and how that has changed me and what I've learned from that. And then uh, third, I want to talk a little bit about living with the unknown, uh, which is also um, a big part of what we talk about here on Off the Comma quite a bit. So three things, um, progress of the podcast so far, my travels abroad and living with the unknown. And then of course, we'll wrap up with some of the usual acknowledgments as well. So let's jump in. Let's start with 20 episodes Off the Comma. So that's pretty cool. I have to say pretty exciting for me. And, you know, I I didn't picture this. This was not something I ever imagined or pictured. And it started coming into kind of form last year, 2022, when I started visualizing it kind of on a whim and as a response to, you know, an entirely different direction that I thought I was going to be going. And um, I, I definitely want to acknowledge that this was not something that i had a long-term plan for this was literally something that i got uh, a message from the universe that kind of planted a seed in my head and then i changed directions and started going this direction and then voila and we officially launched in march and then since that time i've had the privilege and the honor to be able to sit with so many people and let them talk about their experiences with being stuck and getting unstuck and everything in between their experiences with sitting on a comma, getting off the comma, and all of their interpretations of what sitting on a comma and getting off a comma means to them personally. And I just want to take a couple of minutes and kind of talk about, you know, what. What have I learned from that process? What are some of the kind of main messages that have come out of the first 20 interviews? And what are some of the themes? So, you know, first, I want to acknowledge, you know, the courage and bravery of all of the people who have come onto this podcast and shared some really personal and sometimes very intimate and very vulnerable stories about their themselves and their lives and their experiences you know the bravery to come on here and speak out loud about you know some of these experiences that are not always comfortable you know that's that's pretty amazing in and of itself and is to be acknowledged also just the sheer vulnerable vulnerability that people have shared um and and demonstrated is is also to be acknowledged because a lot of people that i've interviewed had an idea about what they wanted to talk about they've come on here and and thought they knew how the conversation was going to unfold and many of our guests have talked about how the story went differently than they thought it would or they ended up sharing things that they really hadn't thought they were going to be sharing or how certain things came up for them and i think the reason that's important is You know, as we know in coaching, as I know as a coach, but also as I know in my own experience, being able to talk about something and connect with someone and get things off of your chest is really, you know, that's really important and it can be very, very powerful. So I think that's probably one of the most important things that I've noticed about the podcast is, is the power of what it creates when people are able to come on and actually talk about their experiences and have someone listen to them and ask insightful questions without an agenda and really let people kind of unpack and explore what's going on for them. So much of what we you know, deal with when we're sitting on a comma occurs in our head. And I know at the end of every episode, I encourage people to to journal about it and write it down. And it really is powerful when you get things out of your head and you can actually look at them and see them, what can come up for you. So that's something that has really proven itself from our first 20 episodes is the power of just telling the story, the power of showing up and kind of letting the story tell itself. And then the power of discovery, just trusting that when you start to talk and when you start to process, that things will come up and present themselves for you. So I think that's been pretty cool. That's one of the themes is uh, showing up, and letting the story unfold. Another thing that these first twenty episodes have revealed to me is this power of listening. You know, I'm trained as a listener. I've been a listener as part of my career. I've been a listener as, you know, a friend and a family member and so forth throughout my life. But boy, until I started practicing life coaching, I didn't really understand what listening was and the power of listening. And then being able to to put on this podcast and having the honor and the privilege of being able to sit front row and be witness to all of these stories has really doubled down for me on the power of listening and how important it is to create a space for people to be able to talk, to be able to allow someone to feel trust that they can talk about anything that they need to talk about and and not have to worry about being rushed or interrupted or, you know, you having an agenda or trying to get them somewhere, just the magic that can happen when you sit and focus and just really allow yourself to be present and listen to someone else's story and then ask questions when things come up that you're sincerely curious about. It's something that I wasn't necessarily good at in the past or maybe wasn't always committed to. But boy, the power of listening is just super, super important. And um, working on this podcast and, and being a part of these stories has really shown me how important that is. And it strikes me that it is november 2nd 2023 and there are a lot of things going on in this world right now there's always things going on in this world right now but we're also experiencing some really dramatic events happening that have global repercussions and you know i'm talking about the power of listening and i just see How much we are not listening in this world. So that's just my personal observation. And I think and believe that if we were all to focus just a little bit more on listening and setting aside our agendas and setting aside our own kind of worldviews and allowing space for other people to just be themselves and express themselves and listen with sincere curiosity what kind of an impact would that make on the world? And how could it defuse some of these things that are happening in our world today, and always and in the future? Like, what kind of a change could that create? Um, the last thing I wanted to acknowledge, you know, from our first 20 episodes is really the capability of people. You know, we live in a world where, you know, people are expected to be experts in their crafts and their field. And, you know, we we were focused on all the ways our lives are inadequate and inferior and incomplete. And so we go out seeking the advice of experts and gurus. And we're always looking to someone else for the answers or the products to solve our problems or the services, you know, that... We seek to make us feel better and try to, you know, answer our questions. But boy, this podcast has really shown me how much people are capable that even if you show up to this podcast, telling the story about a comma you're currently sitting on, something you're stuck with, something you haven't solved, something you haven't solved for a long time, the power that this space has to reveal the capability of people and individuals. And I really want to emphasize that point because first of all, it's just true. Second of all, it's something that, you know, I'm trained in as a life coach is that's one of the presuppositions of coaching is that, you know, we don't solve things for people because they're more than capable of solving things for themselves. And, um, you know, we create space for them to do that. But also, just to acknowledge the power within each and every one of us, the power that we as individuals have, if we're given the trust and the space and the, the room and the ability to kind of work through things. So I just wanted to acknowledge that, that that the capability that people have, this has continued to be reinforced for me. And you know, that was one of the one of the premises that I built this podcast on was, I don't want to be an expert. I don't want to be on here giving people advice. I want to talk to people about their experiences. And they're not necessarily giving advice either. They're just talking about what happened for them. And when we observe each other and listen to each other, we might learn things that might help us. And our individual capabilities spark and inspire other individual capabilities. And then the the connection between those capabilities really reveals, intensifies, magnifies, amplifies our shared capabilities. So, you know, I think that's a, a, a really important thing to point out is that people really are more capable than sometimes they give themselves credit for. And sometimes we give them credit for. So, That's just a a really cool thing. There's lots more that I could say, but I just really wanted to highlight those three things as some of the things that I've learned so far from the first 20 episodes. It's been powerful. It will continue to be powerful. And it's continuing to reveal things that I suspected it might and also reveal things that were a nice surprise for me. And I have to say, you know, I, I said before that Getting off of my own comma means helping other people get off of their comma. And by help, I mean just being there for them to be able to to demonstrate and bring forth their capability. But this podcast has really been such a project and a passion project. And I don't do it for money. I don't get paid for this. But it is one of the things in my life right now that is so clear and that I don't question, I don't struggle with, it comes easy, I enjoy it, you know, it's a lot of hard work, but I just kind of do it, and I I enjoy it so much. So, you know, I I also want to thank this podcast for helping me get off of a comma, which is doing something scary, and doing something even when I didn't know what it was going to look like, and doing something even when I don't know where it's going to go, and I don't. I don't know where this is going. I just know that I'm going to keep doing it and that I need to keep doing it. And I mean that in the purest sense, like it's, it's, it's very important for me to keep doing it. And um, I don't need to know where it's going to go. I know what it's doing each and every episode. I know what it's doing for me and I know what it's doing for the guests that I talk to. And I know what it's doing for people who comment about things that they take from each episode. So that is my little bit of recap from the first 20 episodes of Off the Comma and um, more to come. I'm excited about some of the interviews that I have scheduled. And I'm also excited about um, who else might be showing up on future episodes. And with that, I'll also extend an invitation that you know this this podcast is not limited to restricted from or exclusively for any one person or group or demographic this podcast is for everyone and because we can all relate to what it's like to be stuck and to get unstuck sitting on a comma getting off a comma then pretty much anybody is a candidate so if this podcast has moved you and if you've got a story inside you that is itching to get out of you, or maybe you're just deathly afraid to to say it, um, give me a call. Contact me and um, let's get you on the, the podcast. Let's talk about it. All right. So 20 episodes down, many more to go. Now, the second thing I wanted to talk about is something really big that I just did. I literally two days home from my first ever one whole month abroad. So I took a whole month basically off and traveled. And I'll get into that here in a minute, but I have never done that before. I've taken weeks off for vacation. Um, My listeners in America, you'll all know what this is like. Like, how do you even take a week off? And Half the time you're taking your time off in conjunction with a holiday or whatever to try to spread the days out. But the idea of taking a whole month and just going away, And for the most part, kind of just cutting the cord to home base for a while, I had never done that before and never imagined I would do that until like retirement or something. So, but I was inspired by my friend, Chris, who I visited last year while she was doing something similar to this and that seed was planted and I kind of forgot about it for a while. And then um, at the beginning of this year, I said, no, I'm I'm taking the month of October off. Had no idea what it was going to look like. I just knew I was taking the month of October off. Now, before I go any further, I want to acknowledge something very, very important. I am so humbled and grateful and amazed that I have done this. I am absolutely privileged to have been able to make this happen i'm not rolling in dough by any stretch of the month uh stretch uh, at all but um but i was able to make this happen like it doesn't matter whether i've got money in the bank or not the fact that i was able to make this happen is privileged and i want to acknowledge that it's not lost on me how privileged i am to be able to have done what i've just done And I've had quite a number of friends say, oh, I'm so jealous. And it's like, guess what? I'm still jealous. Like, I don't even know who I am that I've been able to pull this off. But I did it. I did it. And I didn't necessarily know how I was going to do it. I just took it one step at a time. I did something that my coach Cammie said um, and Allie said a long time ago, which is just book the thing and figure the rest out when you get you know along the way um, and before you get there. So I did. I set an intention. I said, I'm going to go away for the month of October. And then little things happened and I made little decisions along the way and then just slowly figured it out until I got there and then continued to figure it out along the way. So... The important part about that is that I did something big. I did something that was a little bit scary. I did something that I didn't know how I was going to pay for it. And I did something that required me to set aside some of my beliefs, habits, behaviors. And I did something that required me to also ask for help along the way. And I feel very fortunate. I feel very privileged. I feel extremely grateful. And I am humbled by the experience. So, you know, for anyone who's harboring a secret passion or, you know, a desire, whether it's travel like I've done or something else, that feels like a splurge or an indulgence, you know, ask yourself, why is it important for you? And if it's important, do it just do it you don't have to have it all figured out up front you don't have to have a master plan and a project plan and an, an itinerary you can make things happen you can make a lot more happen than you know I'm proof of it so not trying to give anybody advice I'm just saying I'm just saying man my life has changed as a result of it and I think it's going to continue to unfold over the weeks ahead as Um, the magnitude of this unfolds. So what is this? What is this that I'm talking about? So I went to London early this year to attend a training workshop and explore. And while I was there, there was kind of a vibration for me. Um, it It was a different kind of excitement about traveling than some of the other places I've been to. And by the way, I just want to kind of call out the fact that travel is my thing right now you know, I'm 53, I don't drink alcohol, I'm a vegetarian, I'm single, I don't have kids. So there's not a lot of things that I really get all carried away with or, you know, (laughs) have to indulge in. But travel is really my thing. Now that's, that's, if I work, that's what I'm working for is travel. And so I get excited about all these cool places that I'm going, right. And excited about just the person that I am for being able to pull this off. But when I was in London, there was something different happening there. And then um make a very long story short, looking at my ancestry DNA, which I had already known, my ancestry all comes from, it's like 40 or 50% English Wales, then 20 or 30 some odd percent Scottish, and then another 20 some odd percent or 15% or so Irish, and then the rest of it's all single digits. So. It occurred to me while I was there that it's like, oh my gosh, this is like this is kind of where my ancestry's from. So it feels a little bit like home. So no wonder, right? But when it came time to decide where I was gonna go, I already had ideas and plans for another destination, but I could not get London out of my mind. And so I said, I'm going to London for October. And um, and I did, and I ended up booking the ticket. The ticket ended up being ridiculously cheap, just kind of out of the blue. So I'm like, that must be a sign. And then, you know, I was already connected with a whole bunch of brand new friends. Um, You all know who you are, shout out, in London and in the UK, uh, broadly. And then I did something scary, which was after I was looking at places to stay and how much an Airbnb was going to cost for a month, by the way, 6,000 to 10,000 pounds was what I was finding way out of my budget. I actually connected with a couple of these new friends who graciously opened up their homes. Shout out to Annie and Tony and Janie. And then also to Chris, because while I was in the UK, I also traveled to visit her where she was vacationing in Greece. So I was able to stay with her and her rental. Um, These were things that I'm not used to doing, right? Unless I'm going to travel and visit a relative or a friend or something like that, but to travel abroad and then ask to stay in people's homes, that was kind of a stretch for me. So, um, but I did it and people were so gracious and that enabled me to make plans and start to to think about, you know, what my trip would look like. And then, um, and then I was able to fill in the gaps with some frequent flyer miles and some credit card points and things like that. And obviously some expense out of my own pocket, but slowly the trip was built. That said, a month away, that's way too big of an experience for me to go, you know, week by week or trip by trip. But what I will say is that when I got there, I had originally planned to go and not be focused on anything in the U.S. and to just be present over there, see what the universe was going to bring me, see what would show up, explore. Um, that's one of my big themes is just exploring and going new places and so forth. But I brought something with me. There was a work project that I was working on and it was just so heavy and I was way too invested in it. And it was something that I created and it was something that nobody else was necessarily looking for. And it weighed on me heavily for the whole first week until through some coaching and a couple of conversations with friends and trusted colleagues, I finally did something crazy, which was I just said, no, I'm not going to do it. And I set it aside. And that meant kind of eating a little bit of my pride and and being okay with, you know, some sunk effort and a lot of, lot of work that I put into building something. But once I let go, and once I set it aside, my shoulders were so much lighter. And I was able to just really focus on enjoying my trip. And the trip was less about vacation and more about exploring. And, you know, through the graciousness of these new friends who were letting me stay in their places, I was able to live like a local. I was able to get out and just walk the streets and explore and go block after block and meet strangers and have conversations with people at street corners or on subways or in coffee shops and things like that. The other thing that The trip did was, I was able to kind of zoom out and just really study people. That's one of the things that I love about traveling. And, you know, going to different places and seeing how people live differently and how people are different. That's a lot of fun. But also, you know, over time, you start to see that even though they're in different places, and even though they might look and sound different from me, ultimately, we're all still the same. We're all still humans, we're all still people with the same, you know, needs and habits and wants and behaviors and so forth. So it's just really fascinating. I enjoy seeing how these cities are built. I enjoy seeing how people live in these cities and towns. I enjoy the history that comes with these cities and towns. And keep in mind, I don't go and, you know, book spa resorts. I don't book massages and facials and manicures and pedicures. I'm not eating at gourmet restaurants. I don't have agendas of museums and theme parks and sites and attractions booked every day. I'm literally waking up and then getting dressed and throwing a bag on my shoulders or back and going and walking and just... A lot of times I was just having like coffee or tea and takeaway sandwiches from whatever the, the local coffee chains were, sandwich chains. I did not care about sitting and eating in restaurants and big, elaborate, expensive meals. I wanted to grab and go, or I wanted to sit at the window and watch people. And that's what I did. And man, just the power of being able to be an observer, which is also another form of listening, like I was listening, but I was listening with my ears, I was listening with my eyes, I was listening with my gut and my feelings, and I still can't quite explain what all this has meant to me. But what I will say is that this travel and this opportunity to meet people and spend time in other places and do things differently and know the hot water and the cold water might not work the same way or the shower doesn't have a curtain it just has a half piece of glass or you know or they (laughs) don't make iced tea (laughs) so I started drinking iced coffee um they do make iced tea but not very many places funny the capital of tea in the north um doesn't do iced tea. <laughs> so I started drinking iced coffee which is a first. Um but yeah, all these things that they do a little differently and quirky but it still works, right? It still works. And um uh, maybe I'm maybe I'm rambling a little bit here, but yeah, the travel did things for me and it gave me an opportunity to set aside all of my normal ways of being and my normal habits and daily routines and just go and be me somewhere else completely unfettered completely untethered completely without an agenda and it was amazing it was absolutely amazing and who gives a shit about massages and shopping and um fancy meals like i did not care about any of that it was just the walking and to that matter So the stats are from October 1st to October 31st, I was in three countries, nine cities, 12 different bedrooms, and I walked a total of 200 miles over the month. And I couldn't be more thrilled and I'm still pinching myself. I don't know who I am that I did that. And it's so cool. The last thing I'll say about that is that it reinforces the power of listening. Because also along the way, in addition to All of the friends that I spent time with while I was over there, and the friends back here in the States and in other places that I continued to stay in touch with, you know, through messaging and so forth. I also met some people along the way, like Colleen in Reading, who just happened to sit down at a bench with me in a plaza while it was raining, and she was a little bit early for her doctor's appointment. And We said hello, and next thing you know, she's telling me about all of the places she's traveled. Colleen was probably at least 20 to 30 years older than I am, and she kept telling me, No, you you keep going, keep going, keep going, and and you're at the perfect age to be doing it. And then there was Muhammad on the train from Manchester to Reading, and he was just the young man sitting next to me who started up a conversation and then come to find out he's in university or uni, as they like to call it. And that he's from Qatar. And I did not know that when you learn English in Qatar, that there's two different universities you can go to because they not only teach you the language, they'll teach you the accents and the culture and the meanings. And so he ended up going to the American English University and traveled through America, went to school in America and ended up in Britain and was feeling out of place because he wasn't speaking the British English. So how fascinating is that, right? And then there was Vera, the day that I was walking around in the Aldgate neighborhood in central London and was kind of craving a coffee. And I saw this place across the street called Urban Grind, I believe it was. And it's like, no, no, it's too busy. Never mind. I'll just keep going. There's too much traffic. And, and I walked a half a block and then turned around and went all the way back and further still and crossed a crosswalk, went in, asked for an iced coffee. She asked me some questions about it. And then next thing you know, we're talking about my travels. And then she reveals herself to be a life coach, as well as working in a coffee shop. And then for 15 minutes, she and I just talked and talked and talked. And for 15 solid minutes, not another soul walked into that coffee shop while we were talking. And we both acknowledged that, wow, that That must be a sign from the universe that we were supposed to meet, and we're connected now on Instagram, and more to come. And then the young man, Andreas, who cut my hair in the barbershop uh, in West London and asked me why I wasn't working while I was traveling because his friend does that. And um I said, well, i I would like to someday, and right now I'm just testing the traveling part. So just all these different people, and there were more along the way. The woman in and at Southend on Sea, who, as I was getting ready to leave and head to my train and was doing my last walk around town, she gasped and and sighed because she was carrying four bags of groceries and had set them down because her hands hurt. And I asked her if I could give her a hand and she said, sure, and said, just follow me. And three or four blocks later, we're walking into her restaurant on the boardwalk and she's sharing with me about how, you know, now that winter is coming on and business is getting slower, she wasn't sure if she was going to open today or not. So um, just all these interesting little stories and just people that I met along the way who were just like me and all of my friends and and so many people that I don't know as well. So what a, a great experience. And um, that's all I'm going to say about that. It was crazy. Lastly, and then I'll need to wrap this episode up, but living with the unknown. So that's one of the things we talk about on the podcast all the time. People talk about the unknown in all of its manifestations and all of its versions. And um, so I come back to California, to Sacramento, from this just absolutely, you know, mind-altering experience for me. And I'm so grateful and I'm so overwhelmed with feeling and emotion and so kind of moved by the whole experience. And I'm not sure what's next. Um, I do have some some more trips planned and I'll save that for another conversation. So I do have a trip planned for November and going to visit a friend in in December. But, you know, work-wise and project-wise and even income-wise, like not entirely sure what's next. I mean, there's little things here and there, but You know, this journey that I'm on is not about a stable, steady income and a golden, you know, ticket retirement at the end. Like, I have definitely chosen a different path. As Danielle Ponder says in her song Frey, I'm on the edge of existence sometimes right because i'm outside of the norm i'm outside of the the kind of the the mainstream and um so i don't always know what's next you know i am very grateful for everything that the universe provides for me and i am very grateful for the fact that i am not going hungry and i'm not going without and i'm able to travel but One of the things that I often struggle with, and that is one of the commas that I sit on is that, you know, I still live with this belief that there's supposed to be this steady, you know, regular paycheck and steady job and steady identity, and that you just go and do all these things on a weekly basis and so forth, the traditional job. And I know that that works really well for so many people. And I don't knock that at all but it doesn't work for me. And I've chosen this path. And so, I'm living with this, like, what's next? And where is the next thing coming from? But what I want to acknowledge is that unlike in the past, where I would be panicked or scrambling or, you know, like doubling down on trying to create and make things happen. One of the things that's changed for me is that I have learned to trust. I want to acknowledge how much of a privilege that is, and how grateful I am because I know there's so many people who are living in uncertainty right now, who don't know what's next, who are dealing with so much more significant things. Where is the food coming from? Where is my safety? where Where is any sense of normalcy or rest or peace? When do the bombs stop? So it is with a heavy heart and much humility that I acknowledge living with the unknown and recognize that I'm able to trust that it will be okay. And yet I want to send out my most heartfelt thoughts for peace to all of those who are just completely unable to trust right now. I just sincerely send nothing but positive energy to all of you. So those are the three things I wanted to reflect on for episode 21. And, you know, I think really the theme that comes out of this is just the importance of listening. You know, this podcast is all about listening. This podcast is all about vulnerability. This podcast is all about capability. And what I'm noticing in my life as of November 2nd, 2023 is the importance of listening to others, the importance of listening versus speaking or acting, and the importance of listening to myself and my inner wisdom and to the universe. So that's what I'm working on right now is listening. So we'll leave you with for this episode. Like with all episodes, I too want to make some acknowledgments. And the first acknowledgement is very difficult one because I want to acknowledge my friend, Ray, who sadly we lost about a few weeks ago. Um, And it happened while I was on my first or second week of my travels. So I was unable to be there with his wife and truly one of my best and dearest friends, Heidi. So I want to acknowledge Ray, you, for all the years that you were such a good friend and for the peace that I hope you have finally found. And Heidi, just for all that you have been and are going through and just know that I love you and I'm just sending all of my best to you and I will look forward to seeing you in December. So, Ray, peace to you, my friend, wherever you are. And then I also want to acknowledge... All of my friends in the United Kingdom who were not only gracious enough to give me a place to stay, but were gracious enough to take time out to come and spend with me from... The friends who met up with me for lunches or coffees or the the sober guys, the friends who let me be part of the, the big after party launch event in Manchester at the end of the trip to the friends like Emily and Tony, um, who let me come and do laundry at your places. Obviously, Tony and Annie and Janie and Chris for letting me stay with you um, at different points through the month. And all of you all Also, some of the new friends that I met at Janie's Workshops up in Kings Langley and some of the new friends that I met at the After Party event in Manchester, one of the conversations I had with somebody along the way was we were talking about death and we were talking about leaving the world alone or, you know, coming into the world alone and leaving the world alone. And I said, you know, do we really leave alone? Aren't we really taking the fingerprints And the essence of all of the people in our lives that have touched us. So, these connections are also important. So, look at the connections that you have in your life. And I can't not acknowledge all of the other friends, right? I know it seems like I'm focusing on all these new friends and these friends in the UK. But boy, I wouldn't be who I am and where I am if it wasn't for all of the other people in my life who are still with me or maybe they were just here for a reason or a season and have moved on, but all of the people in my life who have shaped me and had an influence on me, particularly the women in my life, because I can look back now on my long history and and I can definitely say that it is definitely the women who have had an influence in my life that have shaped me. So thank you to all the women in my life and all of the women who have played a role in bringing me to where I am today and making me the person that I am today. So that is all that I have to say for episode 21. And um not going to share how to find me because you already know how to find me. And um, I will look forward to talking to you all again on the next episode of Off the Comma meanwhile have a great rest of your day wherever you are and i hope this podcast finds you well what an honor it is to witness these stories from these amazing human beings and today's guest was no exception i invite you to think about what you learned from this conversation what stood out for you what challenged you what inspired you And I encourage you to write it down in some form of journaling and reflection. I can't tell you how magical it can be to set aside your expectations and just let your thoughts flow out of your head and onto paper. You don't have to have an agenda. You don't have to do anything with it. But you can be amazed at what comes out of your thoughts and onto paper and what that can do for you. I know freestyle journaling has been a powerful practice in my life for a very long time. You just never know what you might discover about yourself. Thank you for listening to this episode of Off the Comma. Follow me on social media at Off the Comma. And also look for upcoming workshops and events at OffTheComma.com. Or better yet, go to OffTheComma.com and sign up for... For my mailing list and let me bring the news directly to you. I am passionate about keeping this podcast ad-free so that we create a safe container for people to be able to tell their stories uninterrupted by commercials and promotions. I currently cover all the production costs and I'm happy to continue doing so. And I'm also open to and appreciative of any donations that anyone would like to contribute. This is nothing more than to be able to support the podcast and cover some of the monthly editing and producing and equipment costs that are associated with this podcast. So look for the donations link in the podcast descriptions wherever you find this podcast. Be sure to like this episode, follow the podcast, and more importantly, spread the good word. If you were moved by today's conversation, pass it along to someone you care about. As always, keep noticing.